The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It wouldn't be our first pod in a while without a false start. We're going to try it again. It is the ABC podcast. Here from AcmePackingCompany.com, Green Bay Packers talk from SB Nation, although maybe not the APC pod for long. Might change the name. New season, who this? I don't know. We might mess around, get a little frisky. More on that in a second, as we have got plenty to get into with the quarterback and the training camp and the live tweeting of an airplane's journey across the country. Subscribe, leave us a review, chat with us on Twitter, at the APC pod. I am Zach Rapport, at Zach Rapport on Twitter, holding it down in Albuquerque, New Mexico, a.k.a. The mystery layover on Aaron Rodgers' plane ride uh, into Green Bay, and I am joined once again by my my trusted friends here, Alex Patakis and Ben Foldy. Alex, how are you? I'm doing well. So, what did you guys do in Albuquerque? Uh, me and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, we hung out at Hotel Chaco, and uh, you know, got a four fingers of tequila and just shot the shit for a while. You know, just like old times. Just like old <laughs> times. Oh. oh. Hotel Chaco is 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 where the Chaco Taco was invented. It's like, <laughs> that's what it's I like the cop salad. That's what I hear. No, it's like the only sort of like it's it's where famous people stay uh, in in Albuquerque. It's like the one kind of kind of cool, ritzy, it's little like, overly it's, it's expensive the fist, hotel. The fister of Albuquerque. Yeah, right. Exactly that. <laughs> and it's a, it's uh, like yeah. a little bit in in like a weird area, so it's a little secluded. Um, and but I know I think uh, his. Uh, his partner is working on a project that is filming here. We got Netflix studios and NBC universal. So maybe that's the reason for the mystery layover. Shailene. Maybe they just wanted some, some green chili. Who Packers knows? fans, uh, grumpy about Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend. Doesn't matter who it is. Yep. They're always grumpy about the girlfriend. That's why we're here I can't, <laughs> to I, talk about. <laughs> I guess the other, the, yeah, the other thing that jumps out at me about Albuquerque is, uh, um, <laughs> The best is the best Neil Young song, or one of the best Neil Young songs. Man. Beautiful, great Neil Young song. I um, and that's Ben Foldy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just vibing. No, I love it. We're back. We're back like, I'm together. Also down like a fi- I'm, I'm down a Fister memory hole, but I'm not doing that one out loud. We're back well. together for 30 seconds, and you're like, the other thing about Albuquerque is Neil Young. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna turn my uh, ceiling fan on real quick because it is hot. <laughs> kind of hot in these rhinos all right is that a... we're gonna keep that in we're not editing that out oh yes oh, that nice. was an ace okay. ventura was reference confused wide left 
Um, no, what is it? Lace is out. Lace is out. Sorry, wide left is the real life. Yeah, lace is out. And uh, I think uh, kind of hot in these rhinos is that uh, that's the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the second. There's, one. there's, there's, Nature there's not, there's not an animatronic rhino in the uh, <laughs> Miami edition of Ace Ventura. Um, oh, I. Uh, so before we get into things, I, I teased it for just a second, but um, Justice Mosqueda is uh, he's going to start pumping out some some content in the podcast feed. Uh, which is awesome. We're super excited to have him on board. There may also be another show in the feed uh, for you guys out there in listener land this season. So lots more content. And um, A, this gives us the opportunity to A, rebrand with uh, maybe a different name. I don't know. But B, we can now get like as weird and frisky as we like because we're weirdos. We're not like strictly your X's and O's guys. And um, and being the only show in the feed for a couple of years kind of put some... Uh, pressure on us sometimes i think we put pressure on ourselves to create like a certain kind of content but uh all bets are off alex i'm excited about this <laughs> yeah yeah i am too i feel relieved to be able to go down the uh whatever path we want to go down and if it's the fister memory lane then so be it because there are other shows to get your uh to get your hard-hitting X's and O's content. Yep. My, my, my Fister memory lane actually is, is Bucks-related content, but I, I'm not allowed on the Bucks uh, podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not I'd allowed? Is there a story there or no? Bucks too. Well, That'd so... So it's, it's, it's... There was... It, and it actually relates to the current president of the United States as well. Um, so in the, in the 2010 election, there was a uh, Joe Biden fundraiser like luncheon fundraiser for uh russ feingold it, it, he also famously went to cops and called the ice cream guy an asshole sorry <laughs> custard guy um, and uh and and that was like one of those mini like fox news you know moments and then uh, yeah anyway but uh, that's like too many digressions that's one digression too many but so i'm at the fister for this event and uh i'm, I'm in one of the elevators and the door opens up and the nba draft was the night before and uh, the, the the door of the elevator opens up. This is, I guess, this would have been, yeah, this is 2010, summer of 2010. So who's the Bucks first over our, our first rounder that year is Larry Sanders. Um, <laughs> so the door opens up and it's all like six foot ten ish of Larry Sanders uh, standing in front of me in this like silky suit. You're like and, thigh high on this guy. Yeah, we shared we shared an elevator briefly. Nice. And then I got, and then I, and then I uh, saw Joe Biden, who was not six foot uh, ten or whatever Larry Sanders was. Anyway, Bucks interlude. <laughs> Stay tuned all season long, folks. We're gonna get weird. Um, I don't know. Let's uh, <laughs> let's actually talk Packers. Let's no transition. Let's just get into it. How can we not start? With the big, big news. Yes, he is back for 2021. Alan Lazard has signed his tender. At, no, I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> Love that guy. Love him. Excited about the alien lizard. No, of course, we are talking about the quarterback, the gunslinger, the one and only Blake Bortles has been released from the team. <laughs> and Love that guy, too. Yeah, no, a lot of false starts. <laughs> it's the theme of the day. No, okay. Um, obviously, we're talking about Adam Schefter's golden boy, Aaron Rodgers. He's back. He's he's in the building. We all watch the plane land with bated breath, and um, everyone, I guess, can unclench their butt cheeks now, right? Alex, is that how this works? <laughs> I'm not clenched, so I guess it, for me, that's how it works. 
Yeah. Ben, were you, you ever clenched? What, yeah, what's clenching? your what's your clench status? I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't I haven't clenched <laughs> I haven't clenched uh, in years. All summer. <laughs> I, I, I have to say that my new approach to the off season of, of trauma is like wake me when it's over. And honestly, it's worked pretty well. Like I haven't followed the, the ins and outs. Because thankfully the Montreal Canadians gave me something more important to worry about for the most part. <laughs> your new haircut, right? Yeah, that's that's what the <laughs> No, I generally agree with the, um, with the no clenching approach. It's similar to my approach to, um, Randall Cobb coming back and that news. And we'll get to that in a second, but there's all this hemming and hawing about how good is he anymore? Does it make sense with Amari Rogers and all this stuff? And at this point, my approach is, I just, I don't know. It's football. It's just, it's just sports. I just want to have fun. I just want to watch Aaron Rodgers throw a football. I just want to watch my team score touchdowns, and um, I am so glad that this stupid, stupid offseason is is coming to a close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, confirm. <laughs> um, I don't know if we want. We haven't gotten at at, at recording right now, which is uh, Tuesday, the twenty seventh. It's a five twenty three Mountain Time time zone no one knows 723 eastern time we'll say p.m we haven't gotten any news about what um a potentially reworked um rogers contract actually looks like but there's been some leaks about concessions if you want to call them on, on either side and so i wanted to kind of touch on that and i'll pull this from tex western over at the blog acmepackingcompany.com saying um that rogers and the packers have sort of in verbally have worked out that um, his current contract goes through his current contract goes through 2023. They will, I guess, void that last year um, and agree not to franchise tag him, effectively making him a free agent if he gets through 2021 and 2022 as um, as a as a Packer. And then they're going to move some money around to give him, I guess, guaranteed money and clear up. Um, some cap space this year. The more that I read into this stuff, the more it puts me at ease as a Packers fan. Alex, I don't know about you, but like it just it seems like a win-win. It seems like we were kind of like getting made fun of by fans from around the division all summer and then come out on the other side and it's like Russ Ball gonna ball. I don't know. I feel fine. Yeah, I mean, I I guess. Uh, I, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I would say did Russ ball ball, but I all, I guess, but if there's a balling B a W L is he crying? <laughs> yeah. If there has to be a winner, I guess I would be questioned more. Like what did the Rogers camp get out of this in the end? Right. What did they want? And what did they actually get? Like what, yeah, exactly. Like what did they want? And what did they get out of this? Unless, I mean, it, and well, I know it, it doesn't it kind of seem like a show me deal. It's like, usually a show me deal is like player based, right? Like it's like, Oh, okay, we'll pay you below market. And you show me that, you know, you deserve a bigger contract in a year. But the but script like, this is almost flipped. feels like a show me deal for the Packers, right. too. Where Rogers is like, okay, we'll try this for a year. You know, at the end, either both parties can walk away, you know, hand the reins to love, get whatever you can in a trade. You know, I think the one confounding factor here seems to be what happens if the Packers win a Super Bowl. 
does Rogers stay? Does Rogers want to stay? Does Rogers want to try to do it again? Or does Rod? I mean, like the, the the weird thing about that too is off, I'm not totally convinced that Rogers would stay if they win the Super Bowl. Off like, the I cuff, see him. nor am I. Um, off the yeah. cuff, and I'll put it on record: if they win the Super Bowl, I could see him retiring. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just like. See, I'm, I'm not done. even sure if he retires. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, would he want to like do like a weird Rogers thing and be like, yeah, I'll go try to do this somewhere else just to prove that I can. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Right. Uh, so, okay. So I'm trying to figure out like, okay, what this year is going to look like, right? Like Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing big mm-hmm. win for us as fans. Yeah. Huge win for us as fans. The Rogers camp gets, I guess, that's a, that's some a win. Ex- extended. There we go. Um, <laughs> they get some added time to figure out an exit strategy, like a year of time to figure out an exit strategy. That's so maybe that's a win for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the Packers get an extra year to figure out whether or not Jordan Love sucks or is actually going to be a decent player. That's a huge Or if he's the one that's supposed to move on. So that's like the biggest thing. So, Ben, when you say like it's a show me year, what I think is it's really just a show me year for Jordan Love. Like even though he's not yeah. going to play, it's a show me year for him because what that means is like a year from, you know, a year from now, if they're not 100% sold, they can continue to try perhaps to make more concessions or to, yeah, to make more – you know, to appease Aaron Rodgers even more. But like at this current juncture, what are the concessions and mechanisms for Aaron Rodgers other than Randall Cobb? Like not many, you know, like just like just fielding another NFC championship contending type of team. Um, I just don't really, I I just don't really get like how other than Rodgers playing, which is huge. Like what changes? Like it was always going to be a two year plan for Jordan Love probably. At least it seemed like it. Based two years, on, two years from now, or two like this is year two going into like it. They, like going into year two. Yeah, yeah this yeah, year, yeah. Year two. I guess lopping like restructuring Rogers' contract yeah. changed that a little bit. It makes it to me. It puts like a little bit more of a ticking clock on Jordan Love, if anything. But mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, I mean, let's talk about. I mean, the other big winner here is Devonte Adams, right? Yeah. Who's probably yeah. going to probably going to play himself out of Green Bay uh, mm. with Rogers back in the saddle. Would be my guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, true. He just made more money, I guess. He made like, he made more money that the Packers are probably not going to give him. Exactly. Um, although it, that to me raises a forward looking question a year out where I'm like, OK, let's say Jordan Love doesn't doesn't pull it together. Yeah. You know, not not that he doesn't have it together. I just, you know, let's say Jordan Love isn't isn't what they want him to be in a year. And now they both have to replace, you know, a superstar wide receiver that would have been nice to maybe draft a wide receiver in the last couple of years. Yeah. And you, need Oh to really? Get, and you need to get your hands on a quarterback. Um, yeah. Although honestly, I don't, I don't see them not even if, even if love doesn't seem like he can hack it, I don't see them not finding that out the hard way. Yeah. The one thing about Adams, um, that I, I keep hearing bandied about, about a possible extension for Adams resigning him is this, this, magical time in the future in like a year from now when the cap jumps is slated to jump significantly because of these new media deals and maybe that does actually free up some room for the packers to give him a big deal yeah is that is that next year i think it's the year after next but this is not the podcast for that i don't know for sure (laughs) but that's also part of the structure of this deal right is that the rogers deal is that 
the the dead cap money of moving on is now pushed off into the into the yes the, so the, so the you're right then that would be the 2023 season which would be the void year uh for rogers contract if that's the way this restructure ends up going yeah and then and then doesn't become an albatross around the neck of the pack even if they don't yeah uh, uh get a return that, yeah. they, that they're I, looking for i guess i have written down here as like a prompt who won? And I guess we kind of have already been like talking about this. Like, what did Rogers want? What did he get? I, I don't know if I go all the way to like Tom Silverstein's uh, take, which he tweeted out, I believe, today that he basically thinks Rogers got fleeced. I don't know if I'd say, did Rogers get fleeced? Is that fair? I, mean, I don't know if you get fleeced if you're getting what, $45 million? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tough yeah. break. Um, what a bad and, and a day. chance to play for a two time NFC championship finalist. Like, um, there's worse things in life yeah. would be my guess but I mean I, I think the other the other thing about this that I like is I actually do like the idea of like giving Rodgers one year to make all the personnel decisions on the team um, like I, I hope I hope Aaron Rodgers is like chiming in he's like nah nah that that you know Oren Burks yes <laughs> you know cut, cut Garvin you know like I, I hope I would just love the team chaos guy in me wants to see like Rodgers legit making personnel decisions let's get weird just like our show this year come on rogers let's get weird come on packers front office let's just let him run the show just for this year it's a show me it's a reverse like, show what's, me what's year. the worst that could happen right <laughs> i mean like if this what's year kind of now exists in this like nebulous you know who knows what you know I, I don't know it's just like there does seem to be like this like last chance like kind of one more year, let's see how it goes. Vibe, and I just sort of feel like they should take that to its logical conclusion and be like, "All right, <laughs> let's let's yeah. get let's get wacky." Uh, the la- the last dance, which was the reference uh, that you know we got on Instagram from Rogers and Adams, or as uh, Badger Noonan was calling it, the last polka, which I think is more uh, more fitting for for this crew. Um, a lot can change, though. You know, like I don't I don't know. I guess that's the one. If you were looking for reasons to be hopeful of this not ending weird and seeing Rodgers play somewhere else, like it's all going to be results based, I would think. Like if you're Rodgers and you're open minded to playing this season and you come back and you kind of see the way that things have gone, is there anything that can change if you go out, you win 13 games, maybe you do go to the Super Bowl, like where you wouldn't have this dance next season? Yeah. You know, like, or is it literally just like, I'm just going to shut my mouth, do my job this year. And then, you know, I'll be, thank God it's over after that. I don't know. I guess like if the cultural thing is like so real and the issue is with people who aren't going anywhere, um, maybe I shouldn't be hopeful, but I don't know. Something tells me like, you know, it was like moods he was in when they were winning a bunch of games. He had an MVP season. Like it could change a little, Yeah, I guess. Like the, the vibe can shift. Um, well, and he's someone who uh, has talked from time to time about how important legacy is to him and having lived through the, the Favre debacle in a very personal way, um, which is not to say that he wouldn't just let all that happen again, but it's a, it, I think it's a factor in his thinking. It may only be 5% of what he's thinking, but I think it's there and that can influence you. Well, I yeah. look forward. I look forward to going through this in a dozen years from now with uh, with Jordan Love yeah. and whatever he's deciding to do okay. at that point. <laughs> but but to to kind of put a bow on sort of the the who won thing. I mean, I I think that there's sort of like I was chatting with um 
with Justice Mosqueda about this yesterday. There's kind of like three outcomes for the Packers, and it all seems fairly positive. Um, he's Rodgers is good and stays or resigns. That'd be great. Rodgers is good and he doesn't, but then we still get a season of good Rodgers football. Or he's bad and then he's gone. And then we live to fight another offseason. And I don't know. I feel fine. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and that last outcome seems so improbable because like there the one thing right. that is not even close to a factor in this, which was with Favre and it usually would be with most quarterbacks at this age, is a decline in play. Right. Like there's been right. an ascension. So that is why this is so fucking hard and weird, because you can't sit here and say that it's in the Packers' best interest to move on. Like you literally cannot say that. And I don't know that you can say that. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how many years it'll be until you can, unless such that like switch flips where you just see like guys have just lost it. But I, I don't see that happening with him. You know, the, the signs aren't really there. I mean, what if this all just turns into, I don't know, the Javon Walker situation in week one, like there's a debilitating injury and like all of this is for moot. Well, yeah, it's possible. I mean, I don't want to speak that into existence, but that's always uh, on the table. Yeah, I mean, it's football. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I, 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 I don't know. I'm not like. I, I just not to harp on the, the Habs too much, but like I just went through this epic playoff run with the Canadians and, and they finish and basically are like, oh, that like talismanic captain that the team was all built around has enough career, potentially career ending injuries that he's basically done. And it was like, and there's like a huge generational turnover right after getting close to the Stanley Cup finals. It, 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 it feels almost like going through that again with a team of just like, I don't know, I feel very almost like zen about my ability to detach from players at the moment. Like, I'm just like, all right, this is all temporary. Devontae, I love you. I'm not going to be attached to you this season because I don't think you're going to be here next year. Yeah. Football. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> like, it, it's hard for me to detach from Rodgers, though, because like I want the one thing that I think I've always felt is that he's not treated well enough, you know? So yeah. like I'm on his side for that. So it's that that one that's really, really hard for me to detach because you think he's not treated well enough by the Packers. I know. I know how like he makes all this money. I know they like continually restructure his wow. deal and all that stuff. But like, dude, like we're laughing at like the guys that he was upset that they released. But, like, those are the guys they surrounded him with. He can't be upset that they let go of fucking Julio Jones because he's never played with anyone, like, nearly as, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if if the options I had were Jared Aberderis and Jeff Janis and whatever the fuck, I'd be sad that Randall Cobb left, too, because I know that they're going to replace him with some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, still way too pro Rogers wow. on that. But When's the last um, time Jared Aberderis's name was uh, uttered on this podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah. I always try to remember the lost, the weird lost season when Rodgers was hurt and, and the weird kind of skeleton crew of receivers that year. It was like, um, what was it? Miles, Miles, what's his name? Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, a Miles. We're, <laughs> we're both like squinting like, Miles something. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I think he wore 19 maybe. It was he the was 20th. Like a, I'm, a real I'm slender guy. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I'm looking it up on, on football reference because it's gonna bother me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that season, man. Uh, oh, what man. a weird, what a weird year. Seneca Wallace, yeah. my hero. <laughs> oh, I got it. And, like, it was that was 
That was when Bob McGinn wrote that article. That was like, the Packers are totally equipped to handle an Aaron Rodgers injury. And then he got hurt the next week. And then Wallace went down and everything spiraled uh, into pure chaos. Uh, wonderful. Um, it was, ah, Miles, Miles. Ah. I know people are listening to this right now, like screaming the name. But um, Also, that was, that was the year that they won the division at 8-7-1. and one. Which one that Randall Cobb. Are we talking about many memorable plays with Randall Cobb? Are we talking about Miles White? Miles White. That's it. Yeah. Google Google champion. Zach Rapport, Google champion. (laughs) Jared Boykin. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Remember when Jared Boykin just got like he he the Packers broke him by sacrificing him to the Richard Sherman gods or whatever it was. (laughs) I'm a Jordy still had 1300 yards this season i'm a big fan of this uh podcast just devolving into name a random football player <laughs> yeah i mean it's uh, yeah that's yeah, one of my favorite brands of twitter I, I look, name a random honestly football like player. let's remember some dudes is pretty much my favorite way to talk about sports at this moment like i feel like i've passed like i'm, I'm into my 30s and now i'm just like oh yeah like remember john jaha let's just like, <laughs> like sit around and vibe on john jaha for a bit. fernando yeah. vina I mean, if Rodgers were running the team, that's kind of what would be happening with old Packers. They would just be like, all right, let's like like Johnny Jolly, huge locker room guy. Like, it would just be like stuff like that. Um, I love when Johnny you know, Jolly shows yeah, up in my what, What's Miles White up to? Let's get Miles White back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex, one other thing that I wanted to get your take on is uh, the, 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 the buzzword we talked about that keeps going around. Um, about this potential Rogers restructure and um, various quote unquote mechanisms that may be put into place um, that maybe Rogers was looking for concessions either way. This is how the team will do this. This is how Rogers will have access to that. But the word, I just wanted to give you a moment to sound off because it seemed to, it seemed to pique your, your interest. Um, it was on your radar as the around the NFL guys would say, but the word mechanisms is getting thrown around. I think, hilariously so yeah because i just have no clue what that could mean in this context like is, is that what randall cobb is to the packers a mechanism like to having a slightly less shitty re- receiving core like i what could they have possibly said and agreed to other than the contractual stuff because that's the thing is all that was like in there and then it's like oh by the way there's some other mechanisms and stuff like that too and now <laughs> we've come to learn that you know Randall Cobb is going to sign but like what else have they put in place and uh, i'm sure by the time this be- airs uh, the contract will come out and people will again be be yelling at their their phone or headphones or yeah, but wherever well, I mean, they're listening will that to this. be in the contract like that won't the mechanisms? be kind of, yeah like that won't be spelled out in ways that fans will be able to like evaluate that's probably true in real way that's like, probably does he true. does he get like his own like private locker room or whatever like away from everyone like brett Favre? like is that like a mechanism oh didn't, he, didn't like, Favre a, used to have, like eat lunch in a private room yeah is, <laughs> is that part of this or like does he uh have like you know their sworn word that um Mark Murphy will just like won't speak to him if he sees him. He just gotta like look the other way or like I mean like what what is this even I don't know. Wait, so yeah, strange. I guess I mean listen not, man, not a pox on both their houses. Into the soap opera element of this, but like who's he really mad at? Is it Murphy? Is it Gudikonst? Is it Russ Ball? Is it everyone? Like I I wanna know who he's really mad at. It doesn't yeah. seem like LaFleur, right? No. Although LaFleur also does seem to be Team Jordan Love. 
Well, I feel like he's got to be because like yeah. his coaching career in Green Bay hinges on. Yeah, he's in a rough spot. You know, he's Rodgers is never going to be bad enough to get him fired. So his like last year of coaching the Packers is be. probably going to be coaching Jordan Love. You know, like yeah. So he's got to you know he's got to pump him. And also Jordan Love needs to probably feel good a little bit. Like you know, I think hearing so much about Aaron Rodgers and how the Packers would be so fucked has to weigh on you as like a young player oh, and yeah. then you know that that's got to be tough so yeah um i i don't like i don't know maybe i'm reading into this too much but like I, we're trying to we're sitting here trying to figure out who he's mad at i just keep going back to that one show we did at um you know we were still like doing the show in like the suny journalism school <laughs> and we read that piece i think it was a mike silver piece about like this toxic culture with the packers and like all the alarm bells were ringing and mm. it was like is this the start of Murphy kind of like butting into football because Ted Thompson like doesn't have all of his, you know, faculties or whatever. And, and he's clearly like on his way out and, you know, um, had some health issues we later came to find about. And like that, there was a shift there, you know, Mm -hmm. and we all thought it was McCarthy and I'm sure that McCarthy was a big part of it, which by the way, um, can't wait to watch him on Hard Knocks. That's gonna fucking rule. Yes. I don't even really watch Hard Knocks anymore, but I will make a point too because I cannot wait to see him uh, in all his burpy glory. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. Maybe Rogers like really felt it since then, and I feel like I don't know. I'm just worried, man. Like I'm just worried that. All of it, like what's going to come come to fruition when he's gone is that we're all going to see that he's right and that they are fucked up and they don't know what they're doing. And he has been like holding them up, you know, uh, keeping them afloat for so long. Um, I think he's just bitter about that, probably. And also, like, it has to feel really shitty for them to just draft your replacement because he's clearly not that at peace with the, just like the fact that like his time is ending. Yeah. That's got to be a hard thing for anybody yeah. to accept, particularly when there is zero, again, zero decline. So like with far, there was like, and I know they went to the NFC championship or whatever, and he had a great season, but like there were signs that that was not, you know, that wasn't sustainable with Rogers. And he did it there's on not his a own lot terms. of signs. He yeah. did it on his own terms. There was, there wasn't any real indication at that point that Rogers was necessarily like, Heir apparent. I mean, the team, I think, knew that, but publicly there wasn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. I wonder how different it would be if they hadn't traded to get into the slot to pick Love, too. Yeah. Like, that That to me, and I know that this is all old shit. Like, this is has been talked about forever and ever, but, like, that's a hard pill to swallow, given the situation they were in and, like, just being so clearly the best at what you do. Yep. Yeah. And I'm still, I, clearly I'm just still like super, I just like can't find a way. Yeah. To you've gone full circle from like, you've gone full circle from unclenching your butt cheeks to now just being completely worked up about a potential doom and gloom future. I would say uh, I would, I would echo what I said earlier in the, at the beginning of the show, which is just like uh, I've reached and Ben, you said this too a little bit, but the, the Zen moment of like, just let's just enjoy the the football that we have to watch and be thankful we get Rodgers for one more year um and one last thing that I did want to to hit on news related and we've talked about it a little bit but possibly one of those hashtag mechanisms uh in place uh with 
Rodgers and the team was this idea of bringing R- Randall Cobb back. And as I'm scrolling through Twitter, I can't see if it's official official yet, but all day it's been like leading to that. Seems like Randall Cobb is coming back. Alex, initial thoughts on that? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm figuring like where he fits into this receiving group. And yeah. um, I saw, you know, like it, people like debating on Twitter already, like the rankings of, of the receivers. So like Adams, obviously top dog Lazard and MBS feel like locks to be on the roster. I mean, you just drafted Rogers and maybe Cobb fills in as that like fifth guy and is the mentor to him. Um, I don't know. I mean, to me, it changes things like maybe they're a six receiver team. Like everyone's always like, how many of this do they keep? How many of that do they keep? Like maybe they for sure keep, Six now, because I can't, I mean, like, does Randall, he, he probably doesn't contribute on special teams anymore, right? Like, certainly not anything other than maybe, like, a returner, which I don't, I, I wouldn't do not think, think so. Like, the thing that I think that he's anymore. still, I think he's still an, uh, an efficient player who can contribute on offense, but the thing that right, right. I keep hearing over and over again that he still does super duper well is blocking, which is important yeah. in that LaFleur offense. Yeah, no, absolutely is. Um, so that's good. And, you know, it, it's also, he's a mood lightener. So that's Kabe. <laughs> that that's good too. Well, the other thing too is like, you know, it was, it's funny because like, if he were a few years younger, he would be what feels like a perfect piece in the Lafleur offense, right? Yeah. Like, it just never kind of like quite like matched up. Like, it almost felt like McCarthy had this weapon that he didn't always know what to do with, and I feel like Lafleur probably would know what to do with them, but he's just not that weapon any longer. Well, and that's what people said him. about Amari Rogers when he was drafted. It's like, oh, this is like they got Randall Cobb again but whatever, 21 years old or whatever. Right. So maybe it, if anything, this is like the, you know, um, just a way to ease into Rogers uh, and um, show you know, Amari that is, and, and kind of give him a, uh, you know, a slow ascension uh, yeah. as opposed to being expected to do a lot right away. And Ben, I think this is something that you talk about a lot, but um, the learning curve for wide receivers and, and tight ends is two positions where like, it's going to take you at least one, if not three years to like really sort of fully realize yourself as a professional. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's, I, I think the league is moving away from that a little. I mean, I don't know if the Packers are moving away from that so much, but you know, you see a lot of kind of first and second round rookie wide receivers um, really kind of breaking through early um, but I, I still think in the Packers system, especially with somebody like Devonte Adams hoovering up targets, like I just, I just want to see some like steady, consistent, yeah. um, you know, sy- systemic kind of learning. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool. Um, and again, I know, yeah, you know, age is a factor and Cobb may not be physically what he's always been, but, um, is Jermichael Finley the only time we've seen Cobb play with a good tight end? Like, I don't, I just feel like that maybe can like change things a little bit. I mean, I guess it is the question also, are you calling Robert Tanya in a good tight end at this point? It'd be hard not to, even the yeah, production no, last I, year, yeah. right? I mean, I don't know. He's not yeah. a Jermichael Finley talent, but he's a good tight end. Don't, don't make Zach mad. How dare you be smirch. Big f-ing Bob. <laughs> I like Big Bob. I, I'm very ready for some statistical <laughs> regression this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. That, I think you're fair to be a skeptic uh, to see, you know, when it comes to keeping that production level up. Although he he sent out the Rodman thing. Uh, so he's, 
you know, that's who he's likening himself to in yeah, this yeah. MJ Pippin scenario, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, sorry. I mean, I, no, I, I think, I think, I, I guess, you know, what are we, so if you throw Cobb in, who's not making the team at receiver? I mean, I, I guess, I mean, Funches. St. Brown is probably gone. And um, Funches, I think that he's expendable then. You think Funches is expendable? I'm not so sure about that. Mm, well, I guess I don't oh, yeah, know. I forgot about him. I didn't even mention him. He's on the team. He's there. He's catching balls thrown out of helicopters. <laughs> but no, I think, I mean, Funches, Funches is a legit, I mean, Funches is almost kind of like a tweener tight end slot guy yeah and like body type um yeah like he's i don't see i just him. don't know what to go on i haven't yeah. seen him play football in like yeah, it's been years. a while yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no I, I don't know i don't i don't i mean i don't know i guess we'll see yeah am i missing a tight end in dallas or houston no right i'm just like waiting i'm, I'm just like trying to catch myself in like a tight end weird... uh, wait houston has what darren fells and the guy with the long polish last name who i'm forgetting um <laughs> no, who was it? Um, oh, that guy. Honestly, yeah, I don't know who it was last year. Anyway, yeah. Well, I don't know. The the I guess one last one last note on the way out as we kind of bring this thing to a close. I I saw. I know you guys do yourself the service of not hanging out on Twitter in the off season. Which good on you. I don't have that kind of uh, self restraint, so I've been in the thick of it. And it is just a, a shit show. But I've seen some t- some tweets, some hilariously bad tweets from some of our fellow Packers fans saying things like, how mad is Adam Schefter right now? Like, <laughs> all that guy wants is scoops and clicks. He's happy as a clam right now. What are you talking about? Yeah, wait, why yeah. would he be mad? Why would he be mad? I mean, he just Maybe because domin- it's over? He, he dominated a news cycle. He overshadowed the NFL draft. Yeah. Um, he wasn't wrong about anything. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'm coming from that from like a very like, it's funny to be on a podcast and say inside baseball talking about the media on a sports podcast, but yeah. like from a inside the media perspective, yeah. I think he dominated that story and I'm sure he, well, and you guys have talked, we, you and I have talked about this, uh, off air. You found nothing untoward about his approach to breaking the story. I didn't agree oh. with that. And I think most people don't, which is not to say that I don't uh, believe you or respect your opinion because you are an insider. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, I guess I think, you know, I think the one thing to understand is on draft day, there's going to be every beat reporter for every team, all the NFL draft guys, everybody else. You don't know who's talking to who. You don't know who's going to pick up on what scrap of conversation. And if you have a story like that, you get it out. If you have any sense that somebody else is going to scoop you on it. And when it when when it came out with the weird trade stuff in in Denver and San Francisco, uh, you know, if you're if you're good on your sourcing and you go to the Packers and get your you know your wink and a nod, I mean, hit hit publish on that sucker, write it straight in the CMS. <laughs> oh man, well I don't want to relitigate because like but... I mean, but again, again, like what but what what did he get wrong, if anything? And like now that we can kind of take the whole. I just, to me, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about believing him that in good faith, he released it when he did for the reasons that he said he did. And that's just a matter of whether or not you believe 
Adam Schefter, the person telling you that. And I don't, and you do. And I think that's just like where we I could go either way. I just, I mean, I think, I think there's so many factors that go into when something comes out. I mean, I, I had this happen a couple of weeks ago where I wrote this story that like really dominated the news cycle about this one company. And it happened, I happened to be like going to their investor event the next day. And like, they were trying to raise all this money from a bunch of people for a week. And then I was there, all these local reporters were like, why did you put it out yesterday? Like, why are you trying to like, like admit it? You tried to like smash this guy. I'm like, no, it just took me like five days to get it through jur- like all the standards and editing and everything else. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not that clever. Yeah. No, but, no agenda there. No, I don't care. I can't invest in the company. Like, I don't <laughs> care if I take their stock. Like, what do I like? Yeah. And then we finally ended with, we were ending the show with uh, stock talk. So that's great. <laughs> I'm uh I'm I'm also of the belief and I'm not saying you feel this way Zach and I don't think I think a lot of people I can hear a lot of people's gripe with Schefter and kind of like understand it but I also think like in general like in mass people are going to be upset about the way news is delivered or whatever it is when it's news they don't like yeah. like I truly yeah. believe that like yeah. that's yeah. like if it, if the news was like the Packers it was like vague and it was more about like them entertaining the idea of adding uh, whoever the fuck, I don't know, DeAndre Hopkins or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there'd be all this backlash about that. I mean, maybe even in, you know, in Arizona there would be or something like that. But yeah. um, I think that it's really hard to separate your feelings from like what that news and quote unquote report means throughout this cycle from the way it makes you feel. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 no. hundred percent. And uh, and same thing. Same thing on the like covering companies that people are really emotionally and and financially invested in is like I expect them to come at me as if I have a personal gripe. Right. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't. But I I you know that's the nature of news <laughs> sure these days. Sure you don't. Yeah. No. Maybe not with that company. Any other any companies you want to throw under the bus? Let's go. <laughs> no. No, no. I'm good. I'm good. So pick one out of left field. Del Monte. Come on, the Chicago, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, I, I you McCaskey. know, <sighs> I I just love what it must be like to just like you know see that Aaron Rodgers walking into camp video when you're anyone else in the division. It's gotta yeah. be deflating. It's gotta just suck, you know. I mean, I mean, I like, I guess, I guess, with everything back to kind of normal, right? I mean, they're the un- indisputed favorites for the for the north i mean i i feel like everybody got to enjoy this like brief what if victory lap of like oh justin fields is gonna give us the nfc north and now it's back to like eh, probably not again i'm yeah. i'm combing through the drugs uh, of of twitter but undisputed i don't know about that i think so <laughs> we i think we all think so but like Who's even remotely close to challenging? Like, you oh, think man. Jared Goff is going to take the well, Lions? Over I th- the- I think that people are there, there's a there's a certain kind of person on Twitter that's still very high on the Vikings and thinks that they're being very underrated. I'm not saying that that's that I agree with that. I agree with you, Ben Foldy. But yeah, I, I I love supporting football teams that trade away their best player. Yeah, like like I I think that's always <laughs> a really good move and mark of a well-run franchise. <laughs> well let's oh, like man. what let's see i mean uh alex doesn't do google wells what this should be called <laughs> um the only people whose opinion matters yeah okay Our so Vegas. the packers went yeah exactly the packers are now favored to win the division which i don't believe they were before today's aaron Rodgers showing up and 
walking out of the COVID testing uh, van or whatever. A bunch uh, of folks um, were taking taking. They, didn't they stop taking bets on on most of that stuff? Yeah, all the Rogers I'm sure they did. Days, yeah. yeah, for a couple days. It looks days. like you maybe can still play something on DraftKings if you live in a state where that is legal, which we all will soon. Uh, the Packers are now minus one. It's not like dramatic favorites. They're minus one twenty to win the North. The Vikings next at plus two hundred. Um, uh, maybe you want to throw small amount of cash in the Lions plus twenty five hundred and <laughs> just root for chaos all season. I don't yeah, know. Justice was talking um, about maybe getting a gambling pot on. Maybe we could just <laughs> have you go over the numbers uh, for five minutes. I, yeah, and just I, throw I, it on a like, Friday. Talk about news, news you can use. <laughs> it's all about yeah. all about service. News you can use and lose. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. News you can lose for the news you can use for the money you can lose. How about that? <laughs> yeah, service journalism. Um, oh man, I don't know. I think that's. I think, I think we should land the plane. <laughs> do we? Do we? Do, could, do also? Do we? Do we? Uh, do we have any thoughts on who is going to be the Packer who like ruins the season with COVID and anti-vax stuff? Uh, who's our do Cole we, Beasley? Do we, I mean, it's going to be an offensive lineman, right? I mean, it's got to be. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's no, you know who it's you actually going to be? It's going to be J.K. Scott. Oof. Oof. All right. Well, maybe wonder. on the gambling pod, we can set odds for this. Yeah, let's set, yeah. set like, the line. Like, like, I, like, I like the J.K. Scott shout. I think that's a pretty good one. If they have to uh, forfeit whoever, a game. Whoever wins the long snapping battle. If the Packers have to <laughs> forfeit a game because of J.K. fucking Scott. Oh yeah, no. The, the, didn't the NFL? The NFL just basically came out with like penalties, right? Yeah, you're gonna for forfeit. Yeah, violations. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh really? Yeah. There's no yeah. more moving games. You got to forfeit. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> We're not rearranging our schedule any longer. We care about our players' health. Yeah. Bullshit. That's so funny. I don't well, know, I man. I mean, the COVID rules fair, feel very loose, as evidenced fair, by the world force, champion Milwaukee Bucks. Forcing <laughs> them to get vaxxed is probably the best thing the NFL can do right now for their players' health. Yeah, agreed. Like, I, think, I think you're right about that. <laughs> tolerating, tolerating the stupidity is is in no one's interest. Um, but it's the NFL, so we'll see how it goes. Polka, polka. Yes, yes. <laughs> Speaking of polka, before we lose more fans, who's the guy? Who's the guy? Uh, the polka guy. You know, he does "I Love My Green Bay Packers" and stuff. Um, Lumbucker, whatever that guy's name is. What he, about him? He, he did a Bucks song. I feel like the Bucks are now officially Wisconsin's team, and the Packers have some making up to do. Oh. I mean, of course, there has never been a more likable like. I mean, who's the most likable Packer? Don't say Bob Tanyan. Whoever it is doesn't come. Why can't I say yet. Bob Tanyan? That's yeah, my answer. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. Randall Cobb. The same stratosphere. Randall yeah, Cobb is the most likable Packer. The only knock on Giannis's record, if you're like really hardcore, is that he loves Chick Fil A. That's like basically fucking it. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> all right, we're land we're landing the plane officially. I appreciate uh, the producer assist, Alex, getting me to hit the polka. I just I just knew where this was going. And yeah. I just, yeah. Okay, we're gonna save our listeners ten more minutes. We can, because we can just go down the rabbit hole, and maybe we will this season. Things are going to be a little bit different, uh, but luckily, not going to be that different on the field. Aaron Rodgers is back, and uh, you're you're holding up your finger. What do you got, Alex? I have never been more excited for a tarot card reading of the season than this one. Oh yeah, Ben, 
Book it. Let's do it. Tarot card before the season starts. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Get Jamie on the horn. Let's see what he has to say. And yeah, um, we need we need some clarity in these difficult times. And, and between us, board board meeting, we can workshop some names for the show. Um, as we start to share the road here with other audio, uh, mostly from Justice Mosqueda, our esteemed colleague. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Go pack, go. Let's get weird. They're there. They're in Green Bay. They're wearing shorts, sunglasses, stretching. I'm gonna ride gonna, bikes. I guess they're gonna ride bikes with kids standing across the street. That's not dystopian. <laughs> COVID training camp. All right, we're back. I guess I don't know. Football's happening. We're gonna keep talking about it. All right, for Alex Patakis, Ben Foldy, I am Zach Rapport. Follow the show at. Uh, the APC pod on Twitter. That's it. At the APC pod. And uh, like, subscribe. That's it. All right, homies.